What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm JLag. And I'm NB. And we are recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 7, Episode 11. And it's called Chapter 128, Halloween 2. Duh. Duh. Don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending of the podcast. We're going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our best lines, and some of your guys' recap roundups. So be sure to stick around for the end of the pod for that. As always, for our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into the episode. Let's get into the episode. What are your thoughts? Wow, what a great episode. I really enjoyed it. Like, lots of things happened. Very exciting. We got, like, a few new things happening here and there. Um, we got some Barchy, we got some romance, we got some dancing, we got some musical. I feel like it was like everything. Like so much happened this episode. What did you think? I yeah, I agree. I think so much happened. It was so well done. Uh I think I say this every single podcast. <laughs> like I'm really just blown away at how good this has been. And every week now I feel like I'm like waiting for the ball to drop. I'm like, okay, this is gonna be like the shit episode. This is gonna where like, you know, right. and like it just keeps getting better and better. Um, and especially this week and the last couple of weeks, I honestly feel like Archie and Reggie's relationship has really been at the core of what the show is. Like, it's been such a beautiful thing to see and get. And like, we never got that in the previous season. So I'm loving watching these two guys be on screen together. They're magic. Plus the whole Milkman storyline is like actually really interesting. Like I'm down for this mystery. Now I'm engaged. I'm engaged, right? And then even the Veronica storyline, like with the Babylonian, like I'm loving all of that too. So every aspect, I'm really, really intrigued by all of it. Yeah, I'm pleasantly surprised at how much I'm enjoying where we're at right now. Um, And I guess we'll see what happens next. Like, I'm just jumping into, like, where we're at, dealing with, like, what is, like, what we're seeing on screen right now. And, um, like, forgetting, kind of forgetting about, like, how we got here. We're in the 50s, whatever. I'm really, like, in this world. Like, I think that this season really if it's taught me anything over the past 10 episodes is like just jump in just enjoy the ride let loose and enjoy the ride and you know get in that car with julian and drive off of a cliff you know what i mean i mean don't do that but do the damn thing (laughs) don't do that (laughs) anyway let's get into it so it starts off with uh jughead talking to tom keller about the milkman he comes back with this information he's like you know after i talked to the cat lady there's a milkman and then ethel said that there was a milkman like is there a milkman situation going on tom is like no he killed himself he committed suicide that's not even a thing um and then he reminded him just reminding you uh tomorrow is halloween or like in a few days it's halloween there's a ban for teenagers leave it for the kids it was a very random thing to say to jughead specifically mm-hmm. like don't you go out crazy but I'm like, Jughead does not go do anything crazy, but okay, fine. I think it's important to note that when he says a lot of the figures that we've been questioning all season make these comments this week. And I don't know if you noticed that, like even later on, Frank says something about Frank that. It, yeah. And it's just like, we have this prediction and this theory where like the men in the town have this like underground secret society controlling the teenagers and the kids and all these things. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I think it just alludes to that even more. Like they all are on the same narrative. Like they all, they're all saying the same thing, like getting it ready for Halloween. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. something's like definitely like sketchy right now yeah and i'm i don't know i seriously don't know what it is and we'll see what happens as things go on but like there must be something there there has to be some sort of connection between 100%. all these yeah adults yeah 
Um, so I don't know if you if you listened to last week's podcast. I think Macy's did. Macy said, um, or maybe Mackenzie. She they said the maple. There's some sort of connection with the maple factory. I love that connection. When they said that, I was like, oh my god, yeah, absolutely. Because that makes sense, right? Yes, yes. Shout and... out to Mackenzie and uh, Macy for oh, they were they were so ass. good. They you were guys did such a great job. Yeah, it was a fun discussion, and like, yeah, I think that's a definitely valid theory to have, whether or not it's like them just working there or the blossoms are involved in it too, like they're facilitating yeah. it or something like that. So it makes sense. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um. Yeah, we'll talk about it at the end of the episode. Um, so then it sh- there's a shot really quickly of Jughead kind of losing his mind a little bit about the milk. He goes to his like train car. He opens up the fridge. He sees milk. He like pours it down the sink because he's like now worried about what's in the he's milk. He's like boycotting you know? milk. Yeah. Yeah. So then it cuts to Riverdale High. And Veronica, this poor girl, she gets excited about Halloween. She sees that it's like, you know, Halloween weekend. She does that thing that you dread in high school. Like you come dread. like, okay, we used to, we, we went to a Catholic school. So we would have like days where we could wear like regular, like civilian clothes. And then like, sometimes you would forget that that day was civilian clothes and you'd still show up in your uniform. And everyone's like, you're oh. such a loser. You forgot that it was civilian day. And yeah. I felt like that was this moment where like, she rolls up and she's like, like it's halloween and they're like nobby like yeah, we don't do that another here. level like embarrassment it was so bad it was like that part in stranger things when all the three kids show up as yeah and it also because like she thought about it too like she stood yeah. there she was like should i get dressed up yeah i'm gonna get dressed up and I'm then like dressed up. it was like a and she walks out the hallways they're like Ooh. <laughs> i mean at least you look good at she least looked she wasn't like yeah. looked crazy or something yeah so anyway she realizes that no one gets dressed, and then she also learns that the reason why no one's dressed up is because R- Riverdale has a very dark history with um, Halloween specifically. Uh, I don't know when he says it happened, but Archie basically says that there was a car full of kids one Halloween gallivanting, and they literally drove off the road and yeah. died. So, and it was like two vixens like, and now... two bulldogs. Yeah, and no, so so now no. Um, no one really like celebrates, celebrates a teenager it's only for the kids which still made it okay we'll talk about this later too but like i found it weird that like they were trick-or-treating because i was like if the town if the town hates halloween like why are you trick-or-treating like the houses wouldn't have candy then but it's for the kids right so there were a lot to like let kids do it i think the idea was oh, that t- dilton was supposed to be the kid and they were taking him around oh so i were a mask right okay i didn't know i didn't realize that i thought that this episode really could have used a nod to greendale i felt like there was so many moments yeah. where they could have thrown in greendale and like they maybe mention they... It. they mention it do they mention it they say it in this actual scene like i think it's Cheryl who says, you know, unlike Greendale, we don't re- like we don't oh. um, embrace Halloween the way Greendale does or something like See, that. See, cuz it would have been cool if like they left Riverdale to go to Greendale to do like Halloween. Right, right. Just yeah, like that would have been nod, fun. you know. This is a little nod for sure or even like have Julian's goons like drive Even the down cemetery. Greendale, yeah. Like I thought the cemetery would be the Greendale cemetery. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, but I'm like, whatever. But then Frank wouldn't be like his Frank wouldn't be there. Been, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fred wouldn't have been there. Fred. Um, yeah. Anyway, so she she finds out about this like story, and Veronica's like, "Well, where I'm from in LA, they love Halloween, so we're gonna celebrate, and my family likes to celebrate Dia de los Muertes." 
um the day of the dead which is the following day after um halloween where they you know pray to the spirits of the dead and um everyone's just like super happy because like finally i not to like make this a thing but like finally she mentions like her culture a hundred percent i was just gonna say that like i really appreciated that because i was like yeah Yeah. you're right like you're she's never had a throw to her latin culture or like her hispanic background like never and like this is just like a small throw but like i really did appreciate it and i wanted more of it right and i think i mean to her defense i think that like maybe even her parents don't really celebrate because she says like it's my favorite holiday because like my parents don't celebrate basically anything else she's like but they celebrate the that tradition. right yeah that's the one tradition yeah. that they actually like hold up um so then she she's like we're gonna do something we're gonna celebrate the dead i'm gonna figure something out and then in that moment in time jughead gets into the lounge she sees everybody drinking milk and then he freaks out and starts yelling at everybody it's weird because veronica like finishes saying what she's got to say he comes in he's he like screams at everybody not to drink the milk just drink powdered milk and then it cuts back to her and she's like like yeah like she looked at him like really weird yeah and i'm like i get that they had like a history in the beginning of the season but like why does it have to keep cutting back to her she was like i can't believe i like that freak (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i was like i i don't know anyway cuts to Jughead talking to Ethel on the phone. He gives her all the details of what happened. There was another murder that he so or so he thinks uh, someone else is dead. Um, and Ethel has an idea, which I don't know why they didn't think about this before. Um, she's like, I, I've been thinking, why don't you um, find out who wrote the original Milkman comic? Oh, and see, yeah. Like if there is some detail there, like maybe they know something. So he's a like, good idea. I'm going to do that. So then he, so then it cuts to Reggie, Archie, and Betty at the garage at school. And Betty and uh, Betty's watching Archie and Reggie talk about Halloween and the fact that Reggie's never celebrated before. And then we get like this. I'm like slobbering. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like drooling. <laughs> we get this like fantasy shot where Betty's just watching these guys all greased up, all oily, zoom ins on like, Reggie's arms and uh you know Archie's pecs and like his abs and it's so funny because like it did come out so of funny. nowhere like they were literally talking about like Halloween and like death and then it cuts to Betty like, and she's like mm. I was like right now yeah like girl every single like you really do think about sex every five seconds <laughs> um so she, but there's was a it makeup- a- yeah sorry I was just going to say, there was like a super cute, like not super cute, super hot makeup fantasy yeah. where she gets in between the two yeah. of them. She like kisses Archie. Super hot, super hot. And then she has to snap out of it. What but are you going to say? So well, that's the thing. Like, are we not, is Reggie not like into Veronica anymore? Like, is that done? I guess. I think I, I that's a really like, good question. Because there was no... There was no even like not to that this week. Like what like, happened last episode, well, because, the fact that they went on a date. Yeah. I mean, and like the date didn't go well. Like they didn't really like they didn't have a thing. At oh, the end right. It, right. Yeah, yeah, true. But still, like I felt like he was starting to get into her and and vice versa. And then right. even later in this episode, like Veronica's like helping Betty like figure out who she wants to fuck. And I'm like, right. Veronica, like, didn't you want Reggie? <laughs> like she didn't even like give her a weird look or anything. So I was true. like, I don't get what's happening. Like, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think I yeah. didn't even think about it. I was just caught up in the fact that like 
here's Betty wanting to have like a freaking love triangle. And, I, so and I was down for that too. I just didn't understand like the, the timing no. of it. Like last week, you Weird guys were going to go on a double date. So I'm yeah. wondering if like this episode was shot in a different order and like they didn't know what the next one. Like it just felt weird to me that Veronica had no question about, oh, you like Reggie now? I liked Reggie last week. Like there was yeah. just none of that. And that kind it of was, felt weird. That's no, that's a really, really good point. I didn't even, yeah. I didn't even think yeah. about it. <laughs> but yeah, fair enough. Um, Anyway, so in the same scene, Archie, like, snaps her out of it, and he's like, oh, well, you know, Reggie's never really celebrated a Halloween before. Like, maybe we should do, like, the three main things that we do as teenagers in Riverdale. And Betty's like, yes, absolutely. There are three things that we do. The first is trick-or-treating. Second is visiting a graveyard. And the third is necking in a haunted house. And she's like, we could do that. Like, she is she's hornified like she's ready to go ready to blow she's ready to blow uh so then it cuts to veronica working at the babylonium and she hears or yeah it's like late at night she's like just Mm -hmm. right away i'm like kevin yeah i know i'm like what you guys doing in there um so she hears something in the projection room she's like the projection room this late at night what could it be a ghost yeah she goes inside of course it's clay and kevin like doing the hanky panky and uh she talks to them and she was like i was thinking you know maybe we can do a ghost show at the babylonium where we do like monsters and movies and burlesque um and like at midnight we can like raise the dead and we can do like a 1920s theme for like the dress code and they're like oh yeah it sounds like a good idea like but also like why are you here right now and she was like oh i just was working late whatever they kind of brush it off mm-hmm. anyway then it cuts to riverdale high the next morning uh, veronica's selling these tickets she's like it's gonna be great we're gonna raise the the ghosts of the four students i was like uh like, like is that too soon <laughs> <laughs> Um, is that like in poor taste? Um, so then it cuts to Pep Comics. Jug had asked Mr. Fieldstone about the writer. Uh, Mr. Fieldstone like is like, I have no idea who that is, which I think is weird. I'm like, is it not like isn't aren't all comics like yeah. written by? <laughs> like, but maybe by. did he say he's anonymous or something? Is that why? Or like he just was like, I don't know. Yeah, he's just like, I don't have the foggiest idea who it was. Yeah, like, it was so weird. He's, he's, he's like, like well, come to the party and ask everyone else who might know. I was like, <laughs> Bro, you're the boss. Like, how do you not know? How do you not know? Um, So he's like, yeah, he might be at the annual, like, Halloween party. You should show up and maybe he'll be there. So Jackhead's like, okay, cool. Cuts to Tony talking to Cheryl about going to Veronica's ghost show. And she wanted to know if she wanted to perform with her, uh, Clay and Kevin. And... Um, Cheryl gets a little nervous when she asks her, she's like in public, like on a stage. And then, uh, you know, Tony's like, yeah, like I figured that we can all just like kind of do it together. It'll be a little bit more fun. And Cheryl says, sorry, I can't. I'm hosting a sleepover. It's a kind of a tradition to do, to host a sleepover with the Vixens on Halloween. So Tony's like, okay, well, that's fine. I just figured. And she says, Halloween's the one night of the year where everyone wears a mask. People like you, me, and Kevin Clay don't have to. I love that line. Oh, it so is my good. best line. Yeah. Um, and then she kind of walks away, and Cheryl has like to think about it. Mm-hmm. Then it cuts to basketball practice, and like you mentioned, Frank tells all the boys, "Listen, I know it's Halloween weekend. Like, do not go out for Halloween. Like, that is a rule. Like, I don't want to hear anything about you guys going out." Um, and everybody's like, yeah, okay, fine. Then in the lockers, of course, Julian's like, 
uh, that was really good acting, guys. Like, I'll see you guys out there. Like, he's excited to, like, go and, like, party and do something crazy. Um, and even though, like, Archie and Reggie are like, nah, we're not doing that shit. Um, Julian's obviously going to be out there doing some weird stuff. Um, then it cuts to Veronica and Betty talking to the lockers. And mm-hmm. like you mentioned, Betty tells Veronica she's getting butterflies for Archie and for and Reggie. Reggie. And then Veronica's like, well, it's a great opportunity, Halloween, to see which like, one test you it out toward. So, yeah, bringing that whole situation back, like, I don't know why they didn't even talk about the fact that, like, it's Veronica's nothing. over it. And that felt a little weird. Like, even if she had given her, like, a weird look or taken an extra beat and been like, oh, really? Like, Reggie? Yeah, I would have yeah, been like, yeah. oh, okay, she's, like, she's like double. Th-. Even though she wants her friend to, like, get the D, like, it's she can do that. But she didn't even bat another eyelash to be like, girl. It makes me feel like, I think we talked about it a few episodes ago or maybe even past that, like, Veronica and Reggie, when you really look at them on paper, like there is not a really like they don't have a deep connection with totally. each other. Yeah. So, like, not only was it was unfortunate. I know you you all mentioned it on the last podcast too. Like, we didn't get to see their first date. Yeah. Like at all. Like, at we all. Didn't get to see their experience with each other. Like what that kind of back and forth was going to be yeah. like. Like what are they even talking about? Their focus was on Archie and um, yeah. Betty. And then we didn't get that second double date either. So you never, you we don't even see time, them really in that dynamic. You have no idea like what the romantic yeah. connection is outside of like him bringing her flowers that one time. Like you don't really know like what their connection is. So maybe Veronica's seeing him more as like a, a good time guy and like not mm. really, not really taking it super seriously, even though she's the one that pursued it last episode. And even if she had made know. a comment, like, that's a good point. Like, even if she had made a comment to be like, well, like, we saw what uh, our double date did and that didn't work out or something. Right. Like, even yeah, like yeah, a yeah, line yeah. to be like, I'm not interested in him or like, it, did, it just didn't work out or yeah. who knows. Kind of like, that would have been a cute nod to that. And they just wasn't any of that. So I was kind of like, or like oh. even make a joke like, you know, guys do it all the time. Like, oh. I guess you get first dibs since I'm busy with my show. Like, go yeah. ahead and, like, have fun yeah. with the boys. You know what I mean? Like, just to make, just to your point, make the connection that they did try to go on a double date last yeah. week. She was going to link up with Reggie. I know that even last week's episode, they were going to do a flip, right? Like, at one point, yes. they even considered, like, switching partners. Yes, yes. So, like, are they all just not taking this very seriously? And we're seeing it in the lens of, like, Archie and Betty are, like, the true loves. And, like, Betty and, like, Veronica and... I don't know. Like maybe yeah. we're taking it too seriously and they're just like, we're high school students. Like we don't give a shit. <laughs> like yeah. it's not a big deal. Or things were shot in a different order. And or, like, yeah, absolutely. maybe there's some inconsistencies with that writing. But yeah, I don't know. I would agree with that too. Because if you pull this out and put it somewhere else in this season, it still would make sense. Yes. I mean, and Mackenzie did say they've been filming episodes like out of order. I don't know which ones. Oh, okay. I don't know the specifics, but she's like, they did film some things out of order just because of logistics, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so that makes sense. Um, so then it cuts to uh the Thorn Hill, and there's a random note where Penelope tells Cheryl she wants everybody be- to be in the Grand Hall this year instead of in her room, like when they have the sleepover. So there's no opportunity for honky ponky, right? And uh, whatever. So that happens. Then it cuts to the Babylonium, and as they're setting up, Alice walks in and Alice is like just like Snoopy Doopy. She's like, 
uh, in Riverdale for Halloween. People watch me and my husband on sh- on television. It's a family thing. We all kind of, you know, everybody just has a good time watching it. And Veronica's like, well, this event that I'm throwing is specifically for teenagers. It's not for family. So you're good. Like, go have fun with your show and I'll do my own thing. And Alice basically says, like, you're a troublemaker. She's going to keep an eye on Veronica. And this had me thinking about the parallels of her in, like, the original. Yeah. Like, last season where Alice was the one that was coming after Veronica yeah. at the Babylonian where she was like, you need to shut this place down. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's a de- there's a connection there where they're pulling Alice in to be that mom again to be like what's going on what's this shady situation yeah going on at the babylonian yeah um so then it cuts to jughead's train car and he hears someone outside and it turns out to be ethel and ethel is like covered in mud and <laughs> she's like yo what's <laughs> came out of the dirt like hello um she missed her boy jughead i know she like when she was on the phone with him she was like i really miss you i was like like, i really like i need to see your face (laughs) he's like hey girl he's like just wanted to tell you there was a murder what's tabitha (laughs) true where was tabitha oh she's gone oh right right. yeah she left again darn i know darn Turn it. Um, so she so she tells him that he she escaped through some hidden tunnels that she finally okay. found which was also a throwback to right. like when Cheryl was there and they found the hidden tunnels those darn hidden tunnels those hidden tunnels she wasn't wearing like a revealing outfit as she was running away and escaping <laughs> like they were um and Jughead tells her because she's trying to figure out like where to stay what is she gonna do while now that she's escaped and he says like you can stay in mr rayberry's place like he's dead so like oh like he... sure stay at the place that a man was murdered at yeah and you are it's also literally like... a crime scene uh... <laughs> the fact that she was able to just roll in there <laughs> like, was baffling to i was me. like jughead is there anywhere else like really i know could you go anywhere else at all put and her she was in like, babylonium or something like true i know anywhere um so then she uh she's like i just need a few more months and then i'm going to be 18 and then i won't yeah. be awarded the state and then yeah. i can like do my own thing so he's like cool go do that thing that's fine then it cuts to riverdale high and midge asks cheryl if instead of going to the sleepover she can go to the ghost show um, because Fangs is performing, and initially Cheryl says no, but then she turns to Midge as Midge is leaving, and she says, "Well, if we both go, then we can never speak of what we see when we're there. Like, if I let you go, then we can both go together, and like, it'll just be our <clears throat> little secret." Can I and- ask you something? And mm-hmm. we talked about this last week too. What do you think is midge and fang's storyline this year like why, why are midge? we getting so much of them in this timeline what do you think a, it is it's a really good question i don't know i really don't know what it is outside of the fact that she has this random connection to the vixens and so like mm-hmm. cheryl gets to play play with those characters a bit yeah but you see it most in this episode really yeah. before that you don't really even see any connection i don't even know i don't know what they're doing to play these characters up in this final season, we're getting so many scenes with Midge and Fangs. Like, Midge was not even in, like, all I know. Of the last five seasons. And suddenly she's getting the biggest glow up of all I time. I know. Like, 
Like at the same like, time, like I don't mind it. And I think one of the girls last week even mentioned, like, does it have something to do with baby Anthony? Like, is are they the yes. are they the funnel of like eventually she's gonna give birth to baby Anthony? Like, is that why they're right. keeping them around? Cause like otherwise, like I don't I get why they'd be like in the background. That's but like they're pretty in the forefront of like the yeah. episode too. Like yeah. they, you know. So and he has like a musical moment and like I'm just sitting here wondering, like, why are we focusing so much on them? Like, I really want to get to what happens and why are they here right i'm trying to just see them as like these side these b characters that are kind of just interacting with the a characters a bit but because you don't get deep enough to really understand like what they're like no but they taught they're like are my mom's gonna love this and my family's gonna love you like they really get into like their backstory and like what they're currently dealing with so like they still get a lot of in my opinion they still get a lot of airtime for two people who like we didn't I mean, Fangs obviously had a big part last season, but right. like she, she was dead, right? Like she, she was gone, was girl. Dead. Yeah, she did so. not even exist. And yeah, I mean, like she's getting more at this point. She's getting more lines in Kevin and Clay, and that's I think Literally. the part that I feel like there is like a, an imbalance. The fact that they're focusing so much on these characters that we don't really know much about. I mean, we're learning yeah. a little bit more. I'm not terribly mad at it it's not like midge is like no. this annoying girl that i can't stand or anything and things no. we've known for years so i'm just like okay i'm going along with it but like there's random moments where like i don't even really care about the banter like to your point at one point um when julian's asking everybody like oh are we all gonna like pop off for halloween fangs is like i'm performing and he's like nobody cares yeah he's like nobody cares about your greasy ass i was like okay i know but i was also but i was also just like i don't really care about your greasy (laughs) ass like like why did you have to randomly mention that like it almost played like a comic book in that way where like someone says one thing this random character says something and then like there's a little bit of like a boop you know what i was saying last I week it, though. what i was saying last week was like the way the episode ended where like fangs walks in and like now he's famous and like everyone's like you know like they're fangirling over him i'm like oh like is this gonna become like a story where like he gets so famous that like he's not interested in midge anymore and like he becomes like he glows up but right. that doesn't you don't really get any of that this week either so i was like no. okay here we are once again like i'm thinking it's gonna go this way and like it doesn't even there's nothing so it's like back to normal I was like again, okay yeah. so there's not much to think about that but to your point yeah like i don't like hate them i'm just like sitting there wondering like why are we why? getting so much of them but now that i'm thinking about it i'm like i wonder if they're, they're just the perfect counterpart to shoni because if you yeah. notice like a lot of shoni scenes are with them because like everyone right. else is like busy with their own like other storylines so maybe right. it's just even that you know but the funny thing is is like I just mentioned, like they can flip those two characters out and put Clay and Kevin and make all the gays hang out together. True. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's but true. I think the problem is, is we have not seen enough of Clay and Kevin yeah, to really like want, like we have literally seen more backstory of Fangs and Midge than we have seen of Kay and uh, Clay literally, and Kevin, literally, realistically. Yeah, yeah. So putting them in now may may have been a good opportunity, but like, yeah, they, they missed that one. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see what happens. And so Midge goes on to say, I'm good, really good at keeping secrets. And Cheryl said, well, maybe after the show, we can like share each other's secrets. They're like, cool. So then it cuts to Jughead getting a call into the principal's office. And he gets asked by the sheriff and the principal, like, where is Ethel? She escaped. And Jughead's like, I don't know. You can check check my trailer. Like, there's nobody there. I have no idea what happened to her. 
Anyway, he leaves. Then it cuts to Archie and Reggie talking in his room as they're getting ready for Halloween. One of my favorite scenes of probably the entire season. It was so so cute. cute. Watching, like, to your point, you even, you said at the top of the episode, like, watching them have this banter and this friendship, it is... It is better than any yeah. relationship that yeah. I've ever seen Archie in, actually. You know, yeah. like, forget the girls. Forget, forget Jughead, Jughead and Archie. Like, no, like, this is Archie and this Reggie is the relationship. are the ship. Like, yeah. they are the ship of yes. the season, <laughs> really, when you look at them. And they are endgame, literally. Yeah, they are endgame. The way that they bond with each other, the way that they have these, like, little conversations. Like, and just to think the fact that, like, you know, their history that was created this the season like reggie being the small town boy half korean half american like you know what i mean like having that and having archie kind of come in as his like really good friend and they have this great banter it's just heartwarming i don't know totally it's and they're the acting we haven't seen in a and, long it, time. you know it's interesting because betty and archie are so rooted in their history and how long they've known each other but then you have a right. relationship like reggie and archie like they've only known each other for like what a couple of weeks and right. yet they have such a rich story together and like that's the credit to like the writing of this season too mm-hmm. right like it's been so amazing and i right. think their acting is just beyond like their yeah. dynamic their chemistry together you can see it at the end of that scene when like archie like pull like pulls out his gun and then like reggie pulls out like it's just the timing is even perfect like their comedic sure. timing is perfect like yeah oh my god it's so good and even so well done and what do they talk about in this scene because archie's like oh like you know or does reggie say it first he's like i'm kind of like vibing with like betty like the vibes are there i think archie even mentions like how did that whole like car thing happen in the first place which is like even a funny scene last last episode like how they kind of got together to start this car situation and then reggie's like yeah like she's just like i'm vibing with her i'm getting these vibes from her as well and then Archie and him kind of have this like very friendly banter where Archie's yeah. like, well, we, me and Betty have like a lot of history. Like I've known her for like years yeah. and Reggie's kind of like, but I was vibing with her too. So like, and what, you know what yeah. I mean? But it's not like a, com- like no, it's the, the way they wrote it and the way they was acted out, like was just like perfect. They're like, treading very carefully too. Like yes. they tread very carefully. Yes. And then the sort of like ending conclusion was like, you know what? Let's take this as like two men. Let's see how the night goes. And if one of us is like vibing with her more, let's agree that the other one will just dip out. And I thought that that was such a mature way of like, of like approaching the situation where they could have like, and I didn't know where I was going to go. I was like, oh my God, are they going to like blow up at each other? Like they're not going to want to like leave, you know? And, but I just thought that was such an interesting way of approaching that situation. For sure. They could have made it a super comical thing where like each of them are like vying for her attention. But instead, like, they made it, like, a very, like, anyway, we'll talk very about that mature. as, we, as yeah. we get into it. It's, it was yeah. really, really well done. Um, so then it cuts to, really quickly, Jughead showing up to the Halloween party with Ethel. So we know that both of them are there to, like, suss out where this writer is. Then it cuts back to the Cooper residence. And fi- we find out that Dilton is going to be tagging along to play the kid for their traditions of, of trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. And Dilton's like, anything for Betty Cooper. Like, he was just, like, so excited anyway. So she comes down the stairs, and I died at what Love she says this. after. She shows up stunning as, like, Goldilocks. They're like, oh, so, like. They're like, who know, are you supposed to be? And they're, like, enamored. They're like, oh, my God. Oh, they're my like, God. Obsessed. Yeah. And they're like, and who are like, you supposed to be? She's like, Goldilocks, obviously. 
And then she's like, you know, she couldn't decide on a bed, so she tried she all, three. all three. I was like, like, ooh, kisses. And I'm like, tried all three. Is, is like, you want to the story? She was like, let's go. <laughs> what the fuck? I was dying. I, like, I loved the it. The lines that they're throwing at her, I'm like, I'm so intrigued because I know that there's such a focus on, like, like Betty's like sexual awakening this season. Yeah, yeah. But like they're really leaning in. They're really like making it so like a woman who wants to have sex and like is in like excited and like enticing is just out there doing her thing. Love you know? it. I feel yeah. like we don't really see this character very often played this way because eventually it goes to like a darker place. I think that she's still in her body. Yeah. She's enjoying yeah. herself. The people around her are respecting her. She's let her, she's kept the right people around her so i thought I it was that it was really well done and yeah I'm agreed for her <laughs> i know i was like get the d girl like on get halloween like get it girl but also <laughs> i did love the fact that they let these characters play on halloween night whereas the other whole yes. side of the cast was at the babylonium like i really right. liked how they didn't just merge everything together um and that we got like trick-or-treating we got like that halloween experience we've never gotten that in riverdale ever it's true yeah that's true so i really did appreciate that yeah no it was it was a really cute episode like overall because yeah you get different aspects of it yeah sure. um so while they're out you keep seeing like julian pop up like driving around smashing pumpkins smashing mailboxes and that's at this point i think they go to one house and then dilton's like i gotta go he's like triggered he's like i'm yeah. literally a pumpkin they're gonna smash yeah. my head <laughs> yeah he's like i gotta leave <laughs> okay so they're like it's fine we already did this part we're gonna go to the graveyard anyway yeah um so then it cuts to the ghost show which looks like so much freaking fun and yeah like the great gatsby basically she's doing um, amazing work like truly <laughs> you're like veronica is doing all the like, good work the creative director in her is like thriving actually yeah like she's living her she's, best life it's so good it's so good like when you like are her... watching and want to be in the show i'm like i actually want to like, that's impressive show. yeah well done she's popping off <laughs> um how she's making this much money running like, i know a like small the budget thing. i'm like okay cool work that popcorn uh, money i guess <laughs> it's that popcorn money and that painting money this extra painting yeah. money in there um so cheryl shows up everyone's partying she talks to tony tony's really excited to see her but there's not much more that happens a scene then it cuts to jughead's halloween party and he's going around and it cuts to like all these people like oh did you know who wrote the comic did you write the comic did you write the comic finally he finds out from this guy that um the person that wrote it is named ted sullivan and Jack is ted? Like, okay cool he's like, like ted he's like ted, ted? Not him? i'm like Who's why that? are you yelling ted's name <laughs> and then he's like but he's dead now like he's not alive ted's dead he ted is dead he hung himself after he wrote it and he said he wouldn't be able to write a better story than that yeah like he peaked at the milkman he peaked at the milkman and he decided to kill himself and then the guy went on this random tangent that i didn't know how to take it like <laughs> like i didn't know how to take it but he's basically like no but i yeah, loved it he had the right idea the enemy is at home so the wholesome conforming homogenous america that we know is yeah. actually the real enemy and i yeah. was like no oh. but i did appreciate it because i think like the the psyche of the thesis of riverdale right to, like, totally and like the, the psyche of american culture at that time it was like yeah. the russians are coming the russians are gonna blow us up the russians are right. like the enemy was always someone else outside the of the americans ring. meanwhile yes. the point the problem is probably to you guys 
Yeah. Like it truly is. The stranger is in the house. Like it's, it's you. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I, I appreciate it. But like it's, it's yeah, like watching even stranger things, like that whole uh, idea yes. of like the Russians and like the communists. They're like the it's ones. like that thing, yeah. right? Of that time. For sure. For sure. Um, so anyway, so that happens. Jughead's like, okay, cool, thanks. Good to know. Yeah, he's like, all right. He's like, bye. Um, then it comes to the cemetery, and we see like this really cute dynamic between both the boys and yeah. and Betty on a separate level. So first Betty's talking to Reggie, and in a way, it still felt very like wholesome because like Reggie wasn't like beating his chest no. by any means, no. but he did allude to the fact that he's like there were like, I think wolves howling or something. And he's like, you know, in my farm, there's like a lot of like wolves and I really respect them. And Betty's like, well, why do you think that they respect you? And he was like, well, because like, I'm an I'm alpha, alpha too. Yeah. I'm and like, she was like, oh. is that how you see yourself? And he's like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you do. <laughs> anyway, what are you doing later tonight, Reggie? Like right um, now? <laughs> like in this moment in time, like I love your costume. <laughs> Um, what was he supposed to be like a rocket? Man I think it's supposed to be like a space, like like, like alien a like thing, shooter. like Buzz Lightyear. I was like Buzz Lightyear, and then the other guy, Woody, but from like, like the 1950s. Literally. Oh yeah, yeah, very that vibe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. First, I thought he was Wolverine, which I was like, I don't know if the timing is right on that. Like, no, because he had a 19... gun. He had like a little like yeah, ro- uh, thing la- gun, laser gun. But he like, had them, yeah. like he originally looked like uh, Wolverine. Yeah. I was like, that's hot. Anyway. <laughs> Clearly, you know where your mind went. <laughs> yeah, I was like, cool, like leotard. Um, so she talks to him, and then she's like, oh, like, let's find out, like, where Archie is. So she, like, turns around, kind of leaves Reggie on his own for a minute, and walks over, and Archie is at Fred's grave, and yeah. he's, like, just kind of looking at the gravestone, and Betty finally clicks in and she's like, oh my God, I didn't even read, like, I didn't even put it together that, like, you know, we're in the cemetery. Yeah. And, like, it's your dad. Yeah. And he's like, honestly, it's totally fine. But then they have, they have their wholesome moment. Yeah. Where he basically talks about, like, them as kids and how his parents used to take them trick-or-treating. And he actually mentions um, how one uh, year he went as Tom Sawyer and she went as... Uh, Becky, which is the love interest in that story, um, Tom, yeah, Huck. or the movie Tom and Hug, but the story Tom Sawyer. <laughs> um, so I thought that was cute and a good reference yeah. to the fact that, like, you know, they're a pair. It's Barchi, and um, he says something like, "It feels like I've known you my entire life," which mm. he essentially has. And they start holding hands, and mm-hmm. Reggie kind of sees him from afar, and he's like, "Oh, so like you know, like he's like, what's where are we going, going next? The haunted house, yeah." So that was my moment where I was like, "Wow, Reggie's being like tight, like he's not leaving," because I thought he was gonna see that and like dip, but then right. he kind of like intrudes because like they were gonna almost kiss, I think. Yes, they and were. And he was like, "Hey, where are we going now?" And I'm like, "Oh man, like he did, he did kind of like ruin it." But then after like, there's another scene, so I'm like, yeah, it's like literally right after. Yeah. This. So um, I know I felt the same way. I was like, "Damn." Reggie's like feeling some type of way he's yeah. gonna like come in like kibosh the whole situation. Um, so they end up at the haunted house, which ends up to be Ethel's house because her parents were murdered there. I was oh like, my god, that's, that's what dark. it was. Yeah. Oh my god. I was like, that is dark for you kids to like show up at this <sighs> murder murder scene. Like it's a like it's a very recent like crime yeah, scene like, it's not like an a... old like haunted house you no, know it's like it's a haunted house that just happened like a month ago yeah. so I, 
felt so bad for Ethel. Oh my god. They're like sitting in her room and they're like, oh hey. So then she goes and tries to find like blankets, I think, or something like that. So she or like like, uh, Betty... like pop or something. Yeah, like Betty leaves the office. Like B- Betty leaves. And at that point in time, that is when Archie says, like, or he says to Archie, like, you know what? I think I'm gonna go. Yeah. And he's like, Why are you leaving? And he's like, oh, there. He says specifically, you don't need a seismograph to pick up those vibrations. Yeah. Like, I know you guys oh, are vibing. Like, do your own thing. Yeah. And I just thought it was a very respectful, like, 100%. bow out, goodbye. That's your girl. Like, and I think, like, her. and I think, like, depending on how this episode ends or the next episode starts, like, if that is it for Reggie's character, like, to end off, like, that is a very, like, honorable way to, like, go, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was, yeah, for sure. And I'm hoping that that's not the case. But yeah, I, I definitely love the way that they kind of, like, ended off with him just being like this just as noble as ever totally be like such a gentleman go do your thing the best wingman ever totally being like bro get your thing you know yeah um so that, yeah i thought that was really cute and then betty comes back and she was like she's like where'd reggie go and he's like yeah he left but we can have fun she's like winky winky she's like super excited then it cuts to the Babylonium and they have their floor show and they have like the four resurrected teens. They actually perform um, a song called Rose Tint My World um, by, from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um, which is um, historically inaccurate because the Rocky Horror Picture Show came out in 1975. And Ooh, this was you got that date check. So, incorrect. Date I'm check. sure it's just because. Like RES is like this is there the was only no time songs. I'm ever gonna do a like Rocky Horror Picture. I gotta do it right now. It, it it really did feel like this was their musical episode without being a full musical episode, full musical and episode. I did appreciate that because you know how enthusiastic I am about musicals. <laughs> uh, so I did appreciate that we got a little glimmer of it, and it was very like good. Like they performed well amazing, really very well done. done. But it was just like the right amount. I felt like for me, you're like just one song. I just needed one song. <laughs> In and out. That's it. In and out. Done. But I don't, I think that there might be a musical episode coming up, like a full. Really? If there must be. I don't know if this is the one. I, I personally don't, don't think that this is the one. Huh. Anyway, let us know in the comments if you think that there's another one coming yeah. up. Because I, I do feel like. Because they usually they... hype it up, and I haven't heard anything really about it mm. this year. So I don't know. But maybe we still have like I... half a season, I guess. That's true. Um, so in this scene, in this song, in this performance, there is a moment where Cheryl and Tony kiss on screen, like on stage. In front so of everyone. Like, and everybody's excited. They have a really cute moment. And then at one point in time, it shows Alice spying um, in on like what's going on. And she's like, oh, so I don't know what they're planning for Alice. I don't know how she's going to be involved in the next like couple episodes and how she's going to be like dealing with Veronica and having some drama with Veronica. Do you think that she's going to play like a big, like what do you think that her role is going to be outside of just being this weird, like spy parent watching over Veronica? Like, what do you think? I don't know. I definitely do feel like she's in on this committee thing. Maybe like maybe she has, a. I I think she might have a part to it or she knows that that it exists. Maybe. I don't know, Mm. but I do feel like, and I know you've been hoping for a sort of arc for Alice and like a come around for her. And I'm still hoping that she is witnessing all these things, but ultimately like she will be the one parent that like turns around and is like, we should let our kids be free and like happy, you know? I hope so. I hope that that is the case for sure. Because 
But my thing is, is like, girl, you were on your tip with like Betty this whole time, and now you're jumping onto some other random girl. Like, go focus on your life. Like, why are you? Yeah, getting that's the thing. They can't, business? right? Like, they're so scared of you know them yeah. acting out or doing something dangerous. Like, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um. So anyway, so that happens. Everyone has a great time. Then it shows Reggie walking home, and as he's like walking home, Julian tells him like. Just get in the I car. got so like, scared for a sec out. because like the way the shot was, you saw mm. like the baseball bat and I'm like, oh my God, are they going to like smack his knee so that Hit he him. can't play basketball anymore? Oh my God. Like so I went rough. there. I was like, oh my that God, they're going to fuck up dark. his knee and like he's going to be like done playing sports. Like I got like really worried. And then by the time oh like goodness. they pulled up to him, like they weren't going to hit him. And I was like, okay. Yeah. No, I didn't take it. I was like, I know. I got God, so scared. Didn't go that way with it. That was, I know. That was crazy. Um. So anyway, so originally i think that he doesn't want to get into the car but then julian's like come on in let's yeah you can out. tell he hesitates and i do think a, a part of his hesitation is that he is a little scared because he's on this road by himself it's dark mm. it's nighttime it's all of them against him even if he says no i'm fine it's like they weren't gonna let that go like they were gonna fuck they, him up if they weren't he said gonna no. drop drop it yeah, yeah exactly yeah and i think also because in this moment i also did did feel a little bit like you know, Reggie, I think he even, like, looks behind him as if, like, he's realizing that mm -hmm. he just left an opportunity yeah. with Betty and stuff. And, like, you know, everybody's got somebody. He's by himself in this town. True. Why don't I just, like, hang out with the jocks? You know, like, what else am I doing anyway? You know, at the end of the day, when you think about Reggie, it's good to see him hang out with Archie. But he doesn't have any really strong relationships yeah. outside of Archie so I just wouldn't lonely. get into a car on Halloween night <laughs> like yeah, when you know it's already night. chaotic like don't go into the car that night like and you've literally seen him like smashing mailboxes yeah. and going nuts so like not the one maybe not, not tonight one. maybe not tomorrow tonight. <laughs> <laughs> maybe tomorrow let's hang out um so then it cuts to at that point in time did you think that was some, something was gonna no go I knew wrong? something was gonna happen for sure because it's such okay. a it's such a moment in your like trajectory where you're like do I make this choice? Do I stay on this road or do I go in this car? And a yeah, lot of the yeah. times, like you hear people's stories and like they get into a car with a drunk driver or Damn. or something else, right? True. And it changes the entire shift of their of their life. Yeah. So I did feel like this was a pivotal moment for him, whether or not where that led to, I would I didn't know, obviously, you know. Right, right. Oh gosh. I didn't I didn't see that was a yeah. big surprise to me. I didn't realize I didn't put it together. I was kind of wondering like why do they keep bringing julian back in why do they keep bringing julian back in now it all makes sense obviously um but yeah, yeah. there's a moment in one of my favorite movies a bronx tale where mm. the guy gets into the car with his douchebag friends yeah and uh there's a moment where you're like don't get in the car don't get in the car don't get in the car he gets into the car and he's on the way they're gonna do this thing and his whatever guy pulls him out of the car. He's like, get the fuck out of the car. You're not supposed to be in this car. And then mm. fast forward, the entire car gets blown up and it's on fire by the end of the movie. So like, oh, again, wow. it's like that moment where you made that decision. Is that where your life's going to go if you stay in this car? So, right. yeah, it's yeah. I don't know Damn. what's going to happen with him. I'm worried. I'm really worried. Are you? Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, let's get to the end. Yeah. Um, then it cuts to Ethel's parents' place, the haunted house, and Archie and Betty are sitting on her bed, and he's just, like, you know, expressing, like, he's really nervous, he's just, like, like you know, and so is she, and then he's, like, but I want to kiss you, and she's, like, okay, let's, like, kiss, so then they kiss. <laughs> so cute. Such a cute moment. The way he I'm said it, he's, so like, excited. I'm nervous, I just want to kiss, I'm, like, oh. And, of course, this Barchie moment had to be fucking 
interrupted by a murder or a killer or a murder man. But like, oh god, guys, why are you in this house? That's disgusting. Like, you're probably <laughs> you're probably sitting on like bloody sheets. Like, <laughs> they're like, we're horrified. Like, Betty does not care. She Betty can be in a car. Care. She can be in a garage in school. She does not give a shit. Yeah. Um. So as they're kissing, Betty spots the milkman, which actually spooked me. Yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was yeah. Like, He's sitting in the like he's sitting outside the window, and then when Archie when she realizes she's like I thought I I know it sounds crazy but I thought it was a milkman, and Archie like looks over and he's gone yeah and then Archie's like we should leave like we let's just for go. sure and then like as, on their way out yeah as they're leaving they see these milk bottles sitting on the counter which is even ugh, so gave me even chills creepier, yeah yeah which makes you think like he was in there watching them like what was he doing well there? i just think like that's like his lair like i think that's probably where he was holding up maybe oh, you know what i mean like that's because so? he's like no one else is going to come to this house like a murder just happened like it's i'm pretty oh, free God, to, to live here yeah Ew, so i feel like that so was like gross. where he was hiding out and like Ooh. getting his bottles ready and shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting that milk in that ready. Milk. Um, so gross. Yeah. So weird. I, 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 as we were talking about it, the only person that went and explored the house was Betty. Do you think that has anything to do with it? Not to say that she's the killer. Uh, by any means, it was interesting like, that she found, cause she was like, oh, I found like bottles of pop, but they were like warm. Mm. Like, I was like, okay. I, it just first of all it felt weird to me that they were in her parents de- like her dead like, parents house all, yeah, like it's a little too haunted part. you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. i don't know i don't yeah. know if there's any significance to it though because okay. i i don't even think they saw the milk we saw it no. as the audience we like, saw it the as the camera, like yeah it moved yeah oh, so creepy um so then it cuts to the babylonium and veronica says she wants to she was like what a success she's so excited yeah. she's talking to the boys clay and kevin and she's like i want to do a new show like this like once a month like how about that and clay and kevin are like yeah sounds good however we do need to talk to you about something um are you sleeping in the babylonium like is this he like, said it so dramatically at? too i was like what do you I know think? i'm like just say it like what i going thought they on? were gonna like quit together yeah. I thought they were, like, actually like we're gonna leave like we're gonna go live that's our what best i lives. thought yeah they're like are you okay they're like you can um, tell us do you live here i'm like it's she's... not even that bad it's a sick place <laughs> i know and also i but to that point like i don't know why i mean i know why she lied but like she lies and says you know, the Pembroke is going through a bunch of renos. I'm just here. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, and they're like, okay, cool. They don't seem to buy it very much. So I wonder how they're going to play into her storyline, maybe with her parents, and see if there's some sort of dynamic that they're yeah. going to be able to contribute to. Because she like, she could have easily said, like, listen, I'm having a hard time with my parents right now. And they could have had a quick moment where they're like, parents am i right I think it like just we speaks all to veronica suck. right she tries to put this layer around her that shows that right. she's like this boss ass bitch but like she's exactly. really hurting inside exactly um so we'll see what happens <clears throat> with that so then it cuts to the pop diner and to the point that you mentioned we have a midge fangs cheryl and tony moment where they're mm-hmm. all talking they're telling each other the tea midge talks about the fact that she's pregnant cheryl talks about the fact that she's a lesbian and they're both like very happy for each other they're like yay 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 um it shows cheryl and tony like holding hands at one point and then it zooms out and evelyn is picking up food at pops as well i was like and she's i know it felt so but- random i'm like oh yeah this bitch is in here like i just totally yeah. forgot about her 
one of the things that I realized, I knew that she was going to be a problem. I knew that, like, since since they, like, attached all three of them kind of in the same world with the Vixens or whatever, I knew that Evelyn was going to become that person that, like, exposes her yeah. about everything. Um, I'm just kind of, to your point, I forgot about her. Like, yeah. why, is, why is she yeah. here? I thought we were, like, over that. And the fact that she's going to be coming back around at some point yeah. to out Cheryl or do whatever, it's kind of like, okay, let, let's see how this plays I out, I feel like I she's working for the parents. Like, she's, like, the narc of, like, the group, Ooh, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like, she's going to... She's, like, telling tell them what's the happening. Yeah, she'll yeah. do something, like, really bad. Um, Hopefully it doesn't land Cheryl at, like, the Sisters of Quiet Mercy or something. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, but also, like, wouldn't you have seen Evelyn walk into Pops? Like, were you that into But they're not paying talking? attention, right? They're like, they're all, attention. like, in their own little world. Like, even me, yeah. like, I noticed someone came in. I didn't, like, look. I was, like, looking oh, at their... Okay. But I saw, like, a shadow. I'm like, okay, here we go. Someone's coming in. It's going to be, like, drama. But I didn't right. know who it was. It's so And, like, they're so excited to, like, be able to hold hands with each other and, yeah. like, enjoy themselves. That they're, they're not paying attention. These poor... These poor yeah. girls... Um, so anyway, we'll see what happens with that situation. Then it cuts to Archie dropping Betty off in front of her house. He's like, this was the best Halloween I ever had in my the best life. Halloween. She's like, me too. And they're about to kiss again. And then Alice comes out like a psychopath. Psycho. And, she and like, like, she's like dressed in her outfit <laughs> still. She's like, what are you doing out here get inside right now and it was funny because betty threw back in her face like i thought you weren't my mom like she yeah. like basically <laughs> tells her like i thought you said you weren't my mom she's like yeah i am getting here now yeah um so anyway that happens really cute moment then it comes back to the babylonium and veronica is praying to her lost souls one of them is her abuela mm, um, i thought this was so cute i know it was so cute but also i was like damn that is a that is a memorial yeah. that you set up in the Babylonian. Like, yeah. girl, get it. Um, and then she has a sad moment, which we haven't seen a lot of of Veronica's character yeah. up until this point, where she lays on her couch and she pulls out a photograph that she had underneath her pillow. And it's a photo of her and her parents, um, mm-hmm. Mark and Swilos. <laughs> no, Hiram and Hermione Lodge, obviously. And uh, she starts crying. So it's like a really sad moment. So it is, yeah. I'm wondering if we're going to see them come in now that he's officially been. Episode like, 13. Oh, my God. So like two episodes from yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very, very exciting. Yeah. Actually, I think he was on. I think I saw like a clip of that. Like uh, Machen is directing yes, the episode that, episode that he's returning yeah. for. And I think Hermione's coming back too. Yeah, they must yeah. both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back. It's time. They got to see their daughter. Like, come on. Yeah, like, girl, what did you do to your kid? Um, so then it cuts to Jughead. Actually, before we move on, any other thoughts about that? Veronica having some feelings about no, her No, no, I just really thought I was really, like, emotional. Like, I was like, this is such a beautiful moment. And I love that this tradition is what sort of pulled at her heartstrings and, like, was like, where is my family? Like, that was yeah. my favorite time with them. Like, where are they? So right. I just thought that was a really beautiful moment for Veronica. I hope she gets she gets more, you know? Of that, Like, yeah. I hope she gets, like, that the love that, like, she's craving from her family. Yeah, we'll see how this version of Hiram and Hermione treat her. Yeah. Because obviously in the other world, it wasn't so fantastic. Yeah. Um, so then it cuts to Jughead walking Ethel back to the apartment. She asks, like, did you want to come in? And he's She's like, like no, thirsty, no, no. too. She's like, Jughead, like, I missed you. Like, like can you come? Do you want to see the house? And he was like, no, like, I literally already saw it. Like, 
yeah, I know what it looks like. And she's like, okay. Scene, I don't want to be here. He could have like taken her in and like made her feel a bit more comfortable. Like, yeah, it was exactly be like, here's the bathroom. Here's the door. Here's the I'm just not going to open it. Bye. Yeah, exactly. He's like, here it is. <laughs> Bye. Um. So then, of course, this is why they did it. Like they set it up yeah. so weirdly and creepily. Um. She gets inside. Um. And the milkman is behind the door, like waiting so- for her terrifying i was so scared this milkman is so i was creepy. so scared but now that i'm thinking about it i feel like it was meant for jughead you think so yeah like why would they want to kill ethel but maybe like maybe and how would I they mean, even know she escaped like how would they know where she is she escaped you know but now that it's like public knowledge like even the principal knows that she escaped <clears throat> like the the sheriff knows that she's out but so. was that the was that the first time she went to the apartment yes you're yeah right. so uh, i feel like he was waiting for maybe i feel like he was waiting because how would he know that she's gonna be there that you know she what was I mean? gonna show up yeah, so, yeah but like fair, jughead's fair, been fair. going there back and forth like jughead's been spending time at the apartment and like i feel like maybe it's like because jughead's asking Ooh. too many questions like he really is right Ooh. so i feel like that that was meant for jughead but what if he never even showed up? The, like the milkman would have just stood there all night long. Like, well, if, you want, if you want to talk logistics, yeah. <laughs> Unless he just waited for him to show up. He has his own place to live. Like he would have oh. shown up at like Jughead's place. You'd think. You know what I mean? Like no, but like now that I'm him. thinking about it, maybe because he went to the like Ethel's house and he was like, "Fuck!" Like people are here. I can't stay here now. Right. He's like, "Where? Who else did I kill? Oh yeah, that guy. Let me go to his apartment." Maybe right. that's what he was planning to do. And then yeah. when he heard someone like opening the door, he was like, oh, fuck, like I got to kill this person or something. I don't know. Right. He's still so, like whoever is playing him is like so fucking. Creepy. It's good. Like, it's his, a good villain. It's a good villain. Very, really good. Creepy villain. Like, yeah. Really like makes my the hair stand. Yeah. On edge. And, and um, then shout out to the cat lady because she saves the day like once again. <laughs> yeah. She's um, like, where's my milk? This woman will not <laughs> give up on her fucking milk. Like someone and, fucking buy her milk, please. And also, like, if you heard it down the hall, like, how do you not stop the milkman before he gets past your door? Like, you made him like, walk all the way that way. <laughs> you never heard him come back this way. Like, okay, go knock on the door or something. Go knock on the fucking door. Um. So as he as Jughead leaves, the cat lady's like, "Oh, was, I thought the milkman was gonna come out because I just heard his." freaking things again and then jughead's like oh my god the milkman he's like it's like slow he's motion like, Ethel. he runs back to the apartment he like knocks on the door somehow jughead has like superhuman strength and breaks this whole fucking door down which is like not possible yeah. for a teenager to do and um the gag of it all it is the, gag of the it all. milkman on the floor he did dead. ethel is the one holding the knife yep. and she goes I told everyone there was a milkman, and then mm-hmm. that scene cuts, which was shocking to me. I was like, "Hella what shocking!" The fuck? Yeah, what the like fuck? good for Ethel. Ethel saved her own life, but yeah. like also like, what the hell is gonna happen with this like milkman yeah. situation? Like, I don't know. I'm gagged. It's for so sure gonna gagged. yeah, like something's gonna come out that um, now that he's dead. Now that he's dead, is Ethel going to, like, play the in-defense card? Are they going to find out the identity of this milkman? Like, what is the whole situation there? Like, I don't even know where they're going to go with the story now that he's dead. Like, yeah. What Or, like, did I she I think it's going to open up more questions. You know what I mean? Like, now they're going to be like, who is this guy? Whatever. And then that's going to answer some questions. Like, who is he working with? Yeah. Like, yeah. like maybe Ethel knew that he was going to be there and she had to kill him anyway because... 
I don't, I don't no, know. No, no, I don't think I don't so. Know. I think it was just like, I think what makes more sense is probably he went to his base lair. He saw like Barchi kissing. He's like, shit, I can't be here. And then right. he went to this guy's house thinking that no one's going to be there, you know? No one's going to be there. And then sure yeah. enough, she shows up. And then she has to accidentally kill him because yeah. he's about to attack her or something. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens next in that series. That, that got really, really exciting. I was like, what's going to happen in that situation? I know. Um, and then we get a final gag, which Archie's woken up by Frank saying that if there was a huge accident. You have to get up. We have to like help out. And turns I out I literally that... forgot what ha- who he was talking about at first. I was like, wait, yeah. what? Like, like, what are you talking about? I was like, you're talking about the accident that we just saw, like yeah. the police or what? Yeah. And he says that there was a car full of kids that went off the road into Sweetwater River. Um, and then they and then I think uh Archie even asked, like, were there any survivors or who was it? And Frank is like, I don't know anything. That and was... then it like kind of like the camera like starts to zoom out, and like Archie sees that like Reggie's bed's like still made and like he never came home he never came home yeah and then that's how the episode yeah. cuts and ends it was like so back to back i was like whoa it was yeah it was a lot of like shit shit holy shit so like really great ending to the episode really good episode enjoyed it thoroughly um what do you think happened like do you think that any of them are dead do you think that <sighs> I reggie's mean, in a coma like what, yeah. what what's the situation like what do you think that they're gonna play i with? don't know this... i just don't know if like like I, I wouldn't mind if Reggie, if there was this huge sort of death, right? Like death mm. to a character, just because like, I, I don't know what else is there for Reggie at this point. Like in this timeline, obviously in the regular timeline, he's still there. Right. Um, But, and again, like we never have deaths in the show. So do I think he's dead? Probably not, mm-hmm. but I think it would be a, a crazy, like kind of turn of events um, and a shift because it's also a shift in, Archie's innocence and like you know like this crazy death that he's had to deal with so I don't know I I don't know what do you think I think that there will be a death but I don't think it's going to be Reggie I think it might be Julian Julian yeah yeah I think that that makes the most sense only because like if you want to make the parallel to him and Jason right in Sweetwater River River. like there is a whole connection there that makes sense to me yeah and I think that we're kind of done with what uh, Julian's character You're right. can bring to the show. Yeah. The way that he ends off being kind of a douchebag kind of sucks because, like, really, like, are we supposed to just assume that, you know, douchebags just die douchebags? Like, yeah. I don't know if I love that as a fa- final ending for Julian, but I think it makes sense because Jason also died the same, like, yeah. was found in the same way. And the car is the same. And yeah. Exactly. So, like, I don't know what. And then maybe that propels this story along even more because maybe. Uh, you know, as we're like theorizing, maybe Clifford is a part of this whole like milkman yeah. murder storyline. Now that his son, now his slash, son is like, dead. Yeah. Like, now that his son is dead, like maybe this accelerates things a little bit more. Yeah, like, I like that more than the Reggie. Sort. Yeah, I like that more. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe then Clifford will go after Reggie's family, which is he's already threatened before. Mm. You know what I mean? Like we don't really know like how this entanglement between Reggie being in the car, maybe Julian dies. Yeah. Like what that all means. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they play with. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, That is the episode. Uh, let's get into our recap roundup. Recap roundups. Best, Best moment. moment. 
my best moment is gonna go to all the barchi moments and then of course the archie and reggie moments because they were just the ones that i just the smile on my face you know like yeah. it just made me so happy so entertaining so so well done um yeah my best moment is the one on the bed because like it gave us the romance and then that shock with like the milkman like i yeah. think that it like gave me all the emotions the scary and the sexy wtf moment WTF moment, obviously the endings, like both of the endings really yeah. like one hit me and then the other one hit me and I'm like, oh my God, like I can't deal with this yeah. because not every episode ends with like a big, big punch, right? So right. Uh, we rarely get that. So this one was two like really big hits and uh, I yeah. don't know what's going to happen with Reggie. Um, and then, yeah, the milkman, Ethel killing him, like huge, huge, That's huge, huge, huge. huge. Um, that is my WTF moment because I did not expect it to happen. Yeah. I thought that like maybe Ethel was going to be the one to go down and like, or even like, you know, Jughead getting in the middle of them fighting with fighting. each other. Yeah. And then him running, like the milkman running away and the cat lady being like, where's my milk? Or who knows? Yeah. But like the fact that like you open the door and like the milkman He's is already dead. dead. I'm like, holy Cause, shit. Because like, how did she do it? Like, how did, like, if he went to she kill her, like, what, she yeah. grabbed his knife and then like killed him? Like Arya Stark style? Like what happened? But like, did he run into her and she like had the night anyway it yeah, was just like, a yeah. shock i'm really interested to see what happens next episode yeah mvp my mvp is gonna be veronica because Money. she's just been like she's been a businesswoman before but like in this world she's the just really slaying like she really is <laughs> the theatrics so the the cinema like the drama like she's just been yes. so good at it yeah. to the point where i'm like can i get a ticket like i want to see this show i want to show up to the show i want to show sure. up and i didn't really appreciate her like the sadness that came after that fact and i'm like i really i'm rooting for her you know i'm i'm totally rooting for her i love yeah. that yeah absolutely yeah. I, I i would agree with that um my mvp is gonna go to reggie i thought he was like the best wingman ever i thought he did such a great job this episode uh like you mentioned like i love the relationship that he had with archie this episode i like the little flirtation that he had with betty like yeah. reggie what a stand-up guy like i just i just enjoyed stand his character guy. this episode yeah stand-up stand guy, guy. stand-up yeah. guy i love that guy yeah lvp Okay, so my LVP, I didn't have one because I didn't, I didn't want to choose Sheriff Keller again because he fucking yeah, is. He's always the LVP. Yeah. Um, but I will let you say yours because I definitely do like agree with yours a little. Yeah, bit, my mine is Ethel because I'm just like, girl, why do you always have to be in the worst <laughs> humanly possible situations? Always, like you're always oh, in the wrong place, Ethel. wrong time ever. Like you crawled out of the fucking sewer just so you can be holding a knife and stabbing like another person. Like, girl, stop. I will like, say. Enough. I will say they did give Shannon Purser a comeback for comebacks. Like they really did for, because yes. I did feel like they did her dirty like all this whole time. Like she's always had like the waste like storylines like being taken yeah. advantage of. And now they really brought her back, especially in this role. Like if she's the one that took down this man, this yeah. guy, this killer, like it's a sick, sick turn of events for her. So the, yeah. yeah, the hope is that like she doesn't go back to jail and like we don't get right. the recycle storyline with Maybe her. she'll have to like run away or something, you know? leave again <laughs> she's, she's like i'm on the phone hey now i'm in manitoba you know what i mean like randomly oh god ethel girl the, the best, best line. line my best line has to go to betty cooper when she says i'm goldilocks of course you know she couldn't decide on a bed so she tried all three 
<laughs> That's gonna go down as like one of the best lines like ever of the show. Like it was just I, so good. The way she delivered it, this yeah. like the just the slyness of it the all. The only weird thing was that Dilton was the third one. That's the only weird like, part. I was like, Ugh. I was like, all right, weird story. Yeah, I love that line. Um, I think mine that was one of my favorites as well. I think mine is gonna go to what I mentioned with um the guy at the Halloween party where he's like, the enemy is here at home, yeah. wholesome, conforming, homogenous America. Because I even though it came out of literally nowhere, I think that there is some importance to that being like, like I said, like the thesis of Riverdale. Like yeah. the idea of this like perfect town and the fact that like really the enemy is from within and we need to work on our shit. Yeah. You know? I it, it was very important. I also did like when Jughead was like um, my house is like the Waldorf now. Like, please don't yeah. mess it up next <laughs> time you guys go sh like looking around. Like, that's so funny. Oh, that's good. Like, stop messing out with my freaking like apartment. Like, leave me alone. Stop it. Yeah. I thought that was cute. Um, so good. You want to do the first Let's... listener roundup? Yeah. Is that me? Yeah. At Zephron's Ninja says best moment, all the Barchi moments. I can't just pick one. WTF moment, the ending. MVP Barchi, LVP Julian for continuing to be an a hole. And best line, it feels like I've known you my entire life. I think I want to kiss you. This was the best Halloween of my entire life, Betty Cooper. So three lines, three different scenes, but all Archie Andrews. So cute. Love that. Um, the next one's from at Shoney5 on it. Best line, Soul Beauty Queen, what you doing for Halloween? Soul Beauty Queen, what you doing for Halloween? <laughs> Tony to Cheryl and Betty telling Veronica that she gets butterflies from Reggie. WTF moment, Betty telling Veronica that she gets butterflies from Reggie. We are almost halfway through the season, but it seems like Betty is just horny and is willing <laughs> to go with anyone. Like if Reggie tried it with her, she would be up for it. I don't know. Her story with Archie is a bit, I don't know. Also, Penelope telling Cheryl to have the sleepover in the main hall because she doesn't want any hanky-panky. And Al is coming to beef Veronica. Like, she's an adult. What's going on? <laughs> Best moment, the Shoney kiss. Um, LVP, Sheriff Keller, useless in every single dimension. MVP, Reggie and Shoney. Oh, wow. Mm, and then I think we have some from IG. IG, people. At Sierra N. Um, MVP Veronica. I loved how hyped she was about Halloween. Cause girl, me too. I loved how she had a had a great business idea and it worked without any obstacles. Like I was waiting for something to go wrong, but it didn't. And I'm glad she started singing because I wasn't feeling the number till she came on. She's also in general just a more fun character. I also loved how she didn't care when Betty said she might be into Reggie too, as I didn't realize Veggie is just bones. What's ATP at this point? Oh, is at it? this point, yeah. Does that make sense? Just bones at this point. LVP, Alice, again, she's just driving me nuts. Like, I'm kind of over Alice constantly being the antagonist. It's feeling repetitive, and she's never had any character development. Anytime she grows as a character, they throw her into a cult, get brainwashed, or send her back in time so she can be a conservative villain. Like, it's annoying at this point. Best yeah. moment, Barchi kiss. Finally, they kiss outside of a fantasy. But I, that's what I was thinking, too. I was like, this whole time, we've never even gotten a kiss yet. Like, it's, it's only like real, been this real kiss. fantasy, right? Um, I love their chemistry and one thing I'll always commend the writers on is their writing for Barchi. They've always done the slow burn and build up to them having moments like these very well. That's very true. Mm. Also the Shoney kiss on stage. I'm shocked that they didn't receive backlash from, from this yet. 
WTF moment, obviously Ethel killing the milkman was whack AF, but I have a theory of that moment specifically, which I'll mention later on. The accident at the end was also whack, though we know Reggie won't die. And again, Julian is something I'll mention in my theory later on. Best line, it feels I've known you forever, Archie. Um... I just want to read their theory because what are they talking about here? Okay. Yeah, I want to Julian, hear Okay, Julian potentially dying after driving off a bridge into Sweetwater River somewhat lines up with Jason's body being thrown into Sweetwater River. Right. Julian dying could also be a loose... Um, could also tie up a loose end as he technically shouldn't exist as he's technically a doll and Jason died in 621 again, so he can't be replacement either. Maybe Ethel killing the milkman has Tabitha written all over it as maybe the milkman murders are a part of the knot in the timeline that Tabitha mentioned and Ethel killing him was her way of fixing it. But why would Tabitha make a serial killer to kill like, um, yeah the parents and stuff why kill the parents exactly like i think that that part doesn't doesn't make sense because we don't really have any clues as to who could be behind it which is odd as every season we usually have a list of people that could be behind the mystery but this season there's none and it's the first time well i do think there for us our suspects are is this group of men i think that's controlling the town and i think that's very apparent when jughead goes to sheriff keller and he's like check this milkman out he's He's like like, bro just stop talking he's like there's no milkman if you didn't see him it didn't happen so sheriff keller's trying to put out that fire like he does not even want to entertain it so i think he's definitely hiding something too mm-hmm. um theories though yeah they did a rocky horror number but rocky horror wasn't released until the 70s yep. and they stated multiple times that this is 1955 yes. fang said hell by squirrel or saying hell by squirrel not zippers but it wasn't released till 1996 oh you guys are so good with this <laughs> date game um mackenzie burns Shout out. Best moment. Betty and Archie having a special moment at Fred's grave. And the first kiss in the 50s. WTF moment. Jughead thinking Ethel staying at Ray Bradbury's house was a good idea. Seriously. MVP. Reggie Mantle. The Barchi plot device. LVP. Julian for convincing Reggie to join his stupid adventures. Plus also Tom Keller. But that's typical. Best line. I feel like I have known you my entire life. I feel the same way. So, oh, so cute. cute. And our last one is from at Marina. Best moment overall. It was a good episode. The scene between Archie and Reggie talking about Betty and taking a mature des- decision of how to act. And after that, playing like child's children, I guess, was cute. Betty and Archie in front of Fred's grave was beautiful. WTF moment. The audio of the performance of Kevin, Clay, Tony, and Cheryl. Something was off. Ethel killing the milkman. What the F? She always gives off killer vibes when she appears. MVP, Barchi and Shoni. Very beautiful scenes between the two couples. LVP, still Tom Keller. And again, no need to explain. And Alice, why she's so extra all the time. Best line, I was just thinking about how my mom and dad used to take us trick-or-treating. Remember that. And of course, she remembers. We have been friends for a very long time. Yes, we have been. I feel like I've known you my entire life. I felt the same way. I hope nothing happens to Reggie. Also, from what I was seeing, it seems they are going to be in 1955 for almost the entire season since they are filming the last episodes and it is still set in that period. I don't know how to feel and I don't know if I like the idea that in the last chapter, they magically return to present. People have been saying that, that like they are very worried of like when we are going to go back to the main timeline. And um, I guess the only way, guys, is we'll see they've been doing such a great job this season so i really do have faith that they're gonna they have it figured out 
Yeah. Um, but I do think they need more than one episode in the original timeline to like sus, like just to kind of like smooth everything yeah. over, you know? It's almost like we need like a movie <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? How they do like those like final movies to kind of wrap up what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Like almost an epilogue. Cause I think that we even mentioned that too. Like, yes, it'd be nice <laughs> to see everything kind of wrapped up, you know, closing that book um in the final episode but i wouldn't be surprised yeah if they take us all the way to the end and like maybe it is just that flip of our characters just being there mm. somehow it all just makes sense and maybe somehow it none of it makes sense and that is yeah. riverdale like i think that one of the things that i'm learning to like be okay with especially after seven seasons of madness yeah. is Riverdale is Riverdale. It's not going to be anything but. You're not going to always expect the ending. Um, You might expect the ending, and it might be like just as lackluster. So just enjoy the ride. Enjoy what you're like, what you're dealing with. Am I happy that there were still stuck in like the 50s and a story where like none of the characters that we've been building for the last six seasons have any recollection of like their history? Yeah, I'm a little annoyed about the fact that like. It might have been interesting to see these characters remember and then still be stuck in the 50s and see how they Mm. react to being in that world in the 50s as themselves. So, like, you know, we're seeing them wearing those costumes, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to know or not know that they live in the 50s. Very true. I like that, J-Lag. I like that a lot. So we, you know, just by visually seeing that, we can assume that that is going to be the case, but maybe that's not going to be like what they're thinking. Yeah. Maybe that will be the connect that we're all hoping and looking for. Um, And uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll see what happens. I think just, we'll just keep it, keep it moving. We're at episode, yeah, enjoy the ride. We're at episode 11. So we're pretty much halfway there. And actually, I think next episode is not being released until um, two weeks from now. Okay. Um, so I think they're taking a little quick break and then by the 21st or whatever, they're going to come back around with the next episode. So stay tuned for that. Um, are we taking this all the way to the end? I would like to thank our patrons of the episode. We have our Rewinder Squad, White Cliff, Hannah, Julia, and Haley. Our Lit Rewinders, Tina N and Kate. And our Mommy Rewinder, Becca Sarah. Thank you guys. If you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. And also make sure you're checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and TikTok. You can also find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to say engage with us at Recap Rewind. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.